You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to episode number 97 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. And that means we're just that much closer to episode number 100, which I'm still hoping to have by the end of the month. Um, I did miss a month or miss a week, so I'm going to uh, probably double up just to make sure that we get episode 100, which will be in exactly one month from today. 28 days. Not really one month, but you know what I mean. Now, today I want to talk about one of my favorite paranormal shows on TV right now. And let's face it, there is a plethora of shows out there. You could watch Ghost Adventures, which is kind of the second OG. I mean, let's face it, Ghost Hunters, the OG paranormal show, which is still on the air, even though it's gone through some changes, is great. Ghost Adventures is good. I've gone on record to say that I'm not a huge fan of Ghost Adventures, only because if you made a drinking game of every time someone got affected on an uh, on a investigation... Well, Zach and the boys would probably be visiting you because you probably would have died. And again, I, I like Ghost Adventures, but that's my big issue is how many times, a, not even just a season, an episode, somebody starts acting strange and they get affected. Now, every time I say the word affected, I am doing air parentheses because, again, it's a little bit outrageous. I've said that my favorite show of the last couple of years since Discovery Plus came out, and it was probably a little bit before that, was Holzer Files. I absolutely loved Holzer Files. It was uh, Dave Schrader and Shane Pittman and Cindy Kaza and one of Shane, uh, Holzer, Hans Holzer's granddaughters. And I absolutely loved every aspect of that show. Unfortunately, I apparently was one of the few people that enjoyed it because it was canceled by Discovery+. Plus. Uh, I love Dave Schrader. He's one of the most amusing and intelligent people in the paranormal field. So I will watch anything that has him in it. He was in a show just recently, and I enjoyed it. But it wasn't as great as Holzer Files. But you know what is slowly becoming... I mean, because Holzer Files is gone, so... I th and I do watch like shows like Paranormal Caught on Camera every week, even though I'm not 100% sold on everything that happens on that show. You know what show I am absolutely loving and just everything about it is a show called Expedition X. Now, if you're like me and you remember the show Destination Truth with Josh Gates when it was originally on the Sci-Fi Channel and he would go in the hunt for, you know, the paranormal and all that. And then that show ended, and then he did basically Expedition Unknown, which was very similar. It would be more about history, but there would be a couple episodes that would have a paranormal feel to it. And those were always popular, and Josh Gates, who, again, smart man, would love to have him on the podcast, just throwing that out there, um, decided to spin off Expedition Unknown to a show called Expedition X. And, again, there's nothing groundbreaking about the show. Um, the host 
Josh Gates meets with his two-person team, explains to them what they're going to do. One of them is, as they put it in the opening, a true believer, and one of them is beyond skeptic of anything paranormal. And it's, you know, they have amazing chemistry between the two of them to the point that I actually thought they were dating or married, but apparently I was wrong. Uh, so the show's called, again, Expedition X. They just finished the first half of season six. I didn't like what they did on Max and Discovery Plus, where usually if it's on Discovery Channel, it'll also be on Discovery Plus or Max the same day. Ghost Adventures is like that. Ghost Hunters is like that. Paranormal Caught on Camera is like that. Holzer's Files was like that. But apparently Expedition X was not. So you had to wait until the first half of the season was done to get it on Max or Discovery+. Plus. And I binged the hell out of the first half. And I'm going to talk about the season now. Because they had some very interesting episodes this time around. So again, you're, uh, I, I, I talked about the true believer. That would be Jessica Chobot who started on, she's, you know, she started as an entertainment reporter on various shows, and then all of a sudden she shows up here. And Phil Torres, who will tell you he does not believe in anything paranormal. And some of his comments are hysterical as far as, you know, when he's got to go somewhere strange, that he's like, oh, I, this is not going to be good. So... There were eight episodes in the first half of season six that started back in August and just ended two weeks ago. Uh, first two episodes uh, are a two-parter in a place called the Eloise Asylum out in Michigan. And these two episodes, Eloise has crept up my list of places I want to investigate just because of how incredibly spooky that place is and the events of the two-night investigation is just mind-boggling. I know I use that term a lot on this show, but like, when you can find out what, and I, I, I'm gonna not spoil anything for anyone that has Max or Discovery Plus and is looking for a new show, season six. Because again, it you know, with the paranormal show, it's not like you need to know you know, watch the first five seasons to know what's happening in season six. I just summed everything up. So Eloise Asylum has now become in my top ten places that I want to investigate because it is creepy. One of the hosts got attacked. One of them, they caught a shadow figure on camera that is clear as day. They went out of their way to try to recreate it to so that they can say one way or another... And no matter what they could do, nothing would ever recreate that photo. So, you know, they said, Phil was trying to say, oh, it's just, it's her shadow. Nope. So that's episodes one and two. Episode three is The Beast of the Bayou, which is about the Honey Island Swamp Monster, who basically is just another version of Bigfoot. It was all right. Um... Nothing great, nothing, like, scary. Like, Ghost of Eloise Asylum, scary AF. Beast of the Bayou, not so much. 
Episode 4, Witches of Mexico. I mean, that's all you really need to say. Imagine going into uh, the backwoods of Mexico, looking for witchcraft, and then finding an abandoned cabin. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, not sure I'd actually go inside that cabin, but Phil and Jess were braver than I was. Episode 5 was kind of cool. Uh, speaking of completely random things, imagine owning your own town. That's it. You're the only resident. At least, living. They went to Cerro Gordo, California, to an abandoned silver mining town. And, uh, yeah. Interesting episode. Episode 6 goes international to check out the Hellfire Caves in both Dublin and in England as well. And I know a little bit about the Hellfire Club. It was an early episode of Ghost Hunters, which is memorable for uh, a single shot because for those, again, who don't know the history of Ghost Hunters, Steve, who is a former police officer and not really afraid of much, has two fears. Bugs and flying. So they tried to get Steve to go on the plane, and he got on the plane and then couldn't go. He just had a panic attack or something similar. And so one of my, it, it'll stay with me, is this image of Steve at the airport watching a plane fly off. I don't think it was actually the Ghost Hunter's plane, but, I mean, you get the point. So the Hellfire Club, again, has a lot to do with... Uh, Satanic rituals, which is something, again, I'm not 100% convinced I would want to deal with. And then the last two episodes, again, is a two-parter. This time in the Utah Basin in Utah. Now, again, Utah, you don't necessarily automatically think of a hot spot for the paranormal. But maybe you should, because they have quite the history of not just skinwalkers which, again, I've mentioned several times on this podcast, is something that I don't know, again, I don't know that I would want to get into a big investigation with, because uh, I'm not afraid of ghosts. I am afraid of skinwalkers. And they also have a history of UFO sightings. Uh, they interviewed somebody on the show that had quite the uh, encounter on his residence. Again... Not going to spoil anything, but, uh, damn. That's all I'm going to say. So, again, I absolutely love the chemistry between Jess and Phil. And every once in a while, uh, Josh will actually go out with them to relive his, uh, Expedition Unknown and his Destination Truth Days. So, they did say that this was just part one of season six, that there will be another part coming later, and I will have to make sure to not have to uh, binge watch the show. Although I did enjoy binge watching, because, you know, I could be like, oh, nope, watching again. Oh, there's another one. So, yeah, great. Absolutely loved this season. Will recommend it to anyone who again, is looking for a new paranormal show, especially now that we are officially in spooky season. So, 28 days away. Get on that spookiness. 
All right, so that is going to wrap up episode number 97 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. Big things coming. Check out. And uh, have a good one, everybody. Spooky AF. <laughs>